Blog Talk Radio. www.theclowntimes.net that's the clown times sports blog and you can find me on the web you can find me rather on facebook i am slipped i'm still on vacation anyway just go to the search one in the upper left hand corner just type in the clown times the clown still vacation you'll find me there a lot of stuff going on uh the past couple of weeks or college football playoff rankings and this full swing um you know a little controversial last week, but not too much the week before, but it's really outside the top four that is making a lot of noise. And we'll be talking a little bit about, about the NBA, um, one, lots of the ball struggles and everything else, and pretty much whatever comes to our mind. So we'll just get the party started. Uh, welcome my co-host. Y'all know him from uh, Sleeves of Radio on every Tuesday night here on Blog Talk Radio, as well as... Uh, his sports blog, the yard slash HBCU Sports, where raps about all things HBCU Sports. Um, at any rate, so without further ado, here's my man, Dwayne Nash, joining the party. What's up, D? I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Man, it was nice and quiet. Um, <laughs> little, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking a move that I made that day, but I, I guess at the end of it all, you know, it, it, it ended well. Um, I don't know if you heard or not, but there were plenty of tickets available for the Skins Giants game that Thanksgiving night, starting <laughs> at the very reasonable price of seven dollars. Oh, that's now. Hilarious. Now, mind you, that was the, the the standing room only area, which is in the four hundred section, but there were seats as low as the two hundred section available for fourteen dollars as late as Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And I was wow. really about to buy tickets until I remembered last year's game against the Carolina Panthers, a Monday night game. It was rather cold that day. And, of course, the Skins lost. You add in those same scenarios with this Giants team, cold that night. It was an, uh, a, a primetime game. And it's a team they could potentially lose to. I didn't want to have that experience again. It was it was rather cold that night last year. Didn't want to do it again. Yes. But the skins prevailed in a very ugly game in the first half. But um, other than that, man, it was nice. How about your Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving? 
I ate my ass off. The end. Uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had what you call a uh, hungry man's Thanksgiving. I just ate everything ah. in sight. I ate turkey. I ate lamb. I ate um, nice. soup and a pie, banana pudding. If, if it was made from scratch, candy yams. If it was made from scratch, I ate it. Play oh. I, I ate it. I ate it. I ate. Yo, I worked out all year. For this reason, to splurge out during Thanksgiving weekend, live a hungry man's holiday weekend, and come back and work it all off. So there you go. That's, that's, there you go. That's, so that's so that's that's how I live. That's that's how I roll. That's how Scott Burks rolls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> speaking of rolling, speaking of rolling along, um, I mean, I mean, there, I mean, there are a lot of things going on for the past couple of weeks. Of course, we were off last week for Thanksgiving Day weekend. Uh, but before I get to the college football playoff, shout big shout out to the ACC dominating the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Oh yeah, we're up nine one. Okay, my beloved Wolfpack beat Penn State. Clemson mm-hmm. just curb, well not curb stomp, but they did beat down Ohio State at Ohio State, and of mm-hmm. course Carolina curb stomp Michigan to raise the record to nine games to one. Okay, with uh, so that's ten. So that's so with four games remaining. We basically won the damn challenge for second year in a row. I'm happy to yeah. say that. Uh, <laughs> I've been trolling my Big Ten friends about it, and they're like, "Well, it doesn't matter until the ACAA tournament because nobody stays long past the freshman year anyway." Whatever. Oh. The fact of the matter is, I know well, they kind of like Dude, they talk shit to me the previous like three or so years, four or five years in a row when the when the Big Ten won the challenge. So I don't want to hear it. Okay, but quick <laughs> shout out, quick shout out to the ACC. Meanwhile, Miami is doing work in Minnesota right now, mm. and Boston College is losing that in Nebraska, but that's early. And Duke and Indiana yeah. has yet to, to tip off. So we want to challenge again for second year in a row. Big ups to the ACC. Moving right along to the college football playoff. I thought I'd get that in there, but moving right along to college <laughs> football playoff. Not much change, or not much drama, no. I should say, in the top four rankings. I mean, hell, I think everyone in the mama agree with it. Clemson, number one. Auburn, two. Oklahoma, three. Wisconsin, four. Um, my main, what really intrigues me is what's happening outside the top four. Mm-hmm. Alabama, five. Georgia, six. The U, Miami at seven. And Ohio State at eight. So that tells me one thing and one thing only. The committee really wants to put Alabama in the top four. They just looking for a way to get him in. They they yeah. really want to they want to get him in there, which is perplexing in a way because if you look at Alabama's like body of work, I don't know about you, but nothing about their body of work makes me say wow. You know what I'm saying? No. They they won our conference against Ohio, I mean the house, but against Florida State. At a mm-hmm. quote unquote neutral site, which is basically Tuscaloosa East, okay. Um, even though Florida State had, like, was represented there well too, but let's just call it for what it is. Um, yeah. Then it's SEC country the for schedule, real. Exactly. So if you look at I me, mean, and that was the only conference that only our conference opponent that was worth a damn on the schedule. Then if you go inside schedule. Okay, if you look at their, their win, okay, and it's not Alabama's fault playing the schedule that the schedule, and it's not Alabama's fault that Florida State ended up sucking after 
uh, DeAndre Francois went down with that brutal injury. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, at, near, near the end of the uh, game number one. Um, you know, the thing is, is that um, you look at the wins, man. The best wins were over like a seven win, an uh, seven win Texas A and M team, where they mm-hmm. struggled with an eight an eight win Mississippi State team that that ran out of gas down the stretch, uh, losing mm-hmm. the last game to Ole Miss. And last but not least, an, an, an eight-win, no, a nine-win LSU team that lost at home to Troy for home yes. Troy from the Sun Belt Conference. So mm-hmm. those are their best wins, okay? And then, they, they, of course, they got, they got smacked around by Auburn. And I know it was only a 12-point differential, but anyone who watched that game, like I did, they got, they got beat down. It, 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 the only thing that kept it close was Al, where Auburn just failed to cash in on some opportunities. That game, it should have been easily been in the 30s for, for Auburn. It should have been easily at least 30 to 14 instead of 26 mm-hmm. to 14. So the thing is, is you have Alabama juxtaposed against Ohio State and the possibility that if they win the Big Ten championship game, which I think they will, by the way. I, I think they'll do work on those scouts. I'll be able to do it. Um, now, Ohio State would be, would be in that scenario a conference champion. Knowing they didn't have two losses, their two losses, they look horrible. They, they just got the asses kicked. I mean, you lose their loss at home to Oklahoma by yes. more than two scores. And they, well, they're in double digits. And they got curb stunk by Iowa. Seven exactly. win Iowa. They, 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 not only that, they, they 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 allow fifty some plus points to Iowa. So basically, the committee is stuck between a rock and a hard place right now because they a really place that they put themselves really any love. Oh, what was that? Sorry. Oh, I said a oh. place that they put themselves really. Yes, they did. They did. I mean, it just baffles me. I mean, look, I, I get it. I get it. Wisconsin didn't play the strongest schedule of, of, of the world. I, I get that. And, I, and we even said that. But undefeated in the Power Five is undefeated in the Power Five. So mm. I'm glad that Wisconsin, at least for one week, was showing a little bit of love. But, I mean, hell, <laughs> why stick Alabama right outside the top four? Hell, why put them over Georgia? Georgia at least won their division. Both, both Alabama and Georgia got their asses kicked by Auburn. Auburn. I uh-huh. mean, why? Why did they put them above? I, I don't understand that. But you go ahead and try to make sense because I'm, 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 I'm grasping at straws right now. But, but, but what are you? What, what's your take on this? You know what, Scott? I, I, I can't make sense of it. I really can't. Other than the only thing that I can, can come to a conclusion about is two things. Yes. Uh, the committee. Especially since the advent of the uh, the, the playoffs in, in, in FBS, they really love the AC, the SEC and the Big Ten. Yes. yes, they do. And games against Alabama hold a lot of weight. Right. They hold a lot of weight, and and, and so it's you you take those two things into consideration, especially this year. Um, it, it it just looks like we're right back 
into a situation where we were like last year, where you have a team who's not even competing in a conference title game or right on the outside looking in with the possibility <clears throat> of sneaking in without even participating in their title game. The funny thing is this. There yeah. is a scenario in which Alabama could get in, Ohio State can win, and still be left out after Ohio State did the same thing last year to Penn State. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Wouldn't that just be so it would be. You know Penn State would be trolling them hard. Trolling oh, them. yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, oh, man. <laughs> Now, now, the thing is, and I guess this is where the, the, the conundrum comes in, because, of course, we discussed it last night on Sleazy Sports. Yeah. How important or, or, or how much will the committee respect an Ohio State team beating a Wisconsin team, <clears> even <throat> though they have two losses and Alabama only has one, but yet Ohio right. State did compete in their conference title game? Will, yeah. they, leap, will they be able to leapfrog Alabama or no. History, and I'm going with recent history, and with recent history, I'm going with the last three weeks. The last yeah. three weeks tells me yes. But that hidden love for Alabama says no. And the reason why I say that is this. If you look at, you know, the, the matchups over the past couple of weeks when we had a lower seed beat a higher seed, the average gain and the average drop and the winner and the loser, respectively, has been four spots. In right. this case, of course, with Wisconsin being, what, uh, fourth, right? Or they mm-hmm. third? Yep, number four. No, they're fourth. With, 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 no, they're fourth. with Wisconsin being fourth and Ohio State being eighth, that means they would just about switch places, which means that technically they, uh, Ohio State would leapfrog uh, 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 uh uh, Alabama, but right. in this case, the, the committee, like I just said, will look at Alabama and say, hey, they've been number one all year long. They only got one L. What makes Ohio State better than Alabama? Mm. And, and, and didn't you say that one of Alabama's wins, uh, I can't remember correctly, please refresh my memory, wasn't one of Alabama's sure. wins over Oklahoma, or am I wrong about that? Which one? Alabama's? The Alabama and Oklahoma didn't play this year, right? No, no, they didn't. They played Florida State. They played Florida State. Okay. Alabama I was trying State. to figure out yeah. common opponents and, and, and the like. But, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone somewhere in that room is going to say, but what about Alabama? They only got one loss, and it's against Auburn who beat them and Georgia. So they, they, yep. they lost to a team that has two quality wins. Who did Ohio they State lose get- to? Exactly. I mean, they 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 want to get Alabama in there. They do, and and this is a, a fantastic way for that to happen. Yeah, man. Gosh, they want to get but, them in this soul. But dig this. You think that's wild? It's one was is one loss away. Ability of having possibly two CT in the playoff if Miami were to win. Uh-huh. Right? Because it would have been 12-0, and, and, of course, top rank. And if Miami were to be – now, granted, the Miami-Clemson game, winner takes all regardless, right? Now, the winner of that game, or that game would be in the playoffs no matter what. 
I, you know, I'll get that. But just think about this for a minute. What if Miami were to upset Clemson right now? I think Clemson's like a seven-point favorite. Um, and would they drop Clemson all the way out? Because, they, because the committee really loves Clemson's strength of schedule. And the fact mm-hmm. that they offered early in the season. They really love Clemson. So just think about this. I know we're playing whatever, but we're going to get to more scenarios in like, like a minute. Uh, of the of, of real time games, right? But mm-hmm. think about it. Would there be a possibility? Okay, let's just go into it right now. If Chris won the season and were to lose to Miami, Chris Miami will get in. Mm-hmm. Whoever wants to win between Auburn and Georgia will get in from the SEC, right? Both yeah. of them will probably beat the hell out of TCU again, so they'll probably get in. So mm-hmm. here's the question. In that scenario, would you take would the committee take Alabama, uh, Miami, or I'm sorry, Clemson, or if Ohio State were to do what we think they're going to do and beat Wisconsin, would they take Ohio State? So basically, the beauty contest would come down between three teams: the defending champion mm-hmm. Tigers, yeah, uh, Alabama, and Ohio State. Now that would have been a wild scenario. That would be a wild, wild scenario to me. Yeah, so and I already had the answer to that. So, what you're basically what you're asking me is, if Clemson loses, Ohio State wins. Yes. Who, who, which uh, of the three get in? It'll be Alabama and Ohio State. Easy, easy. Mm. And, and this is based based upon, like I said before, what the committee has already shown us. Oh, yeah. Especially over the past couple of weeks. But the thing, the really, the thing that really puts this into perspective for me is that loss against Syracuse. If you think yeah. about the losses that those three teams have on their resume, yep. that Syracuse loss is quite possibly the worst out of any other loss that any of those three teams have had, especially with Syracuse not winning a game ever since after that beating yeah. uh, uh, Clemson. Thanks, Lou, for pointing that out today. So <laughs> that's why I'm. That's why I, I believe in my heart of hearts that Alabama and Ohio State get in. If it's a scenario where Ohio State wins, Clemson loses, and yeah, Clemson is the the the, the champion of last year, but once again, they they, they they've been hiding text messages from Clemson from to uh, from Ohio State behind Clemson's back and, and then calling Alabama on the sneak tip. They, they, they really got that secret <laughs> relationship with Alabama and Ohio State, but they, they, they out in public with Clemson right now. So it, it just <laughs> takes, it, it takes for Clemson to mess up, to do something real no, dumb. This, yeah. What if, what, but what if, but what if, but what if the Clemson lost to Syracuse never happened? What, what, like, what if, what if it never happened? Right. Miami were mm. to be upset Clemson. Clemson would be sitting there with one loss. Then the Dasher champs lost the mm-hmm. only game they lose to would be the number seven Miami for the, uh-huh. the ACC championship. And whoever wins the, AC, the SEC, whether it's Auburn or Georgia, would be in for the SEC. If Oklahoma were to do work and if Ohio State beats Wisconsin, you basically you got three of the spots. Like solidify, right? You have Miami, 
uh, excuse me, you have like Auburn or Georgia, uh-huh. you have Oklahoma, and that one spot will come down between a. If, if again, if Clemson were not will be coming in undefeated instead of losing to Syracuse, a one loss Clemson, a one loss Alabama, and a two loss Big Ten champion Ohio State. That's all right. So let me make sure. I, like that. All right. So let me let me let me let me let me make sure I got this right. So who wins the yeah. SEC championship game between Auburn and Alabama? No, I'm yeah, Auburn yeah. and Georgia. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. Right. You're, you're, whoever wins that would be in. Whoever wins that because. Okay. Who I think the so it, committee will put Auburn in. I think they'll put Auburn in. That's too long. Okay, so, I think so yeah, who, yeah, so if Auburn wins, they get yeah. in. Most definitely. Yeah. Um right. God, in that scenario, uh, uh, finally a one loss Clemson team, the question would mm-hmm. be how bad does Clemson lose? That's because right. if it's a close win, yeah. I think Clemson uh uh God, so that's where it gets real interesting, right? Because if, if, mm-hmm. if you, does Ohio State beat Wisconsin or does Wisconsin win? Well, no, if Ohio State beats Wisconsin. If Wisconsin so beats Ohio, Ohio State, State beats oh, Wisconsin. Oh, this is a mood. It will be a mood issue if Wisconsin wins. I yeah. Because Wisconsin would be in. Right. So there True. would be a mood issue. That, that would be the easiest and boring option because we all know what's going to happen. They'll be in. There's yes. no chaos. I'm talking True. about if Ohio State were to do what they're going to do, I think they're going to do and beat Wisconsin and beat them handily. Oh, my God. And it's a beatdown, too? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. now what you're telling me is – what you're telling me is Ohio State is now sexting the committee now with that one. Yeah. They're, sending, they're sending boom picks right now to the committee <laughs> by beating down Wisconsin. Yeah. My God, what what are you and, and, and the committee's like? Oh my God, I ain't think Ohio State was loaded like that, man. Especially after that Iowa loss, so they're looking at Ohio mm-hmm. State right now, right? Mm-hmm. That means Alabama gets left out. If if yeah. Syracuse yeah. never happens, Alabama gets left out. Uh, Ohio State gets in, Auburn gets in. This is yep. where it gets freaky right here, right? Listen to me. Miami gets in, Clemson might stay in in that situation. Mm. If it's a close close loss between Miami and Clemson, Mm -hmm. if Syracuse doesn't happen, it becomes becomes, uh, 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 Clemson, Miami, uh, 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 Ohio State, and Auburn in that situation, in that scenario. Wow. But of course, unfortunately, Syracuse happened. Yes, but what about, oh, oh, and, what about so Oklahoma will be out? Oklahoma will, uh, will be out, and, that, and that's there because we have because yeah, this is why it's tricky. Oh my God! <laughs> you know what? Because um, Oklahoma would have a right to be pissed. They would have a yeah. right to be pissed. But you know what? Because Oklahoma, of course, beat Ohio State. Beat but them down. Ohio and beat them down at their crib. But yeah. Ohio State beats Oh my god, Ohio State beats number four Wisconsin for the title and beats them down badly at the end of the year. See, it's, yeah. it's one of those beginning of the year, end of the year beatings. They get it to them at the at the end of the year. Oklahoma beats down uh uh what are they? Kenzie, 
T, uh, TCU. Yeah, number 10 TCU, yes. Number 10 TCU, that's yeah. correct. Eh, they're supposed to do that. They're supposed to do that. But <laughs> it, it, it would have to be something. It would have to be, and, and, and sorry that a lot of your listeners may not get this this uh, uh-huh. uh, analogy, but it would have to be an offensive output the way that Bowie State has looked this year. Fans, if you don't know that, do me a favor. Google uh, how many points per game Division Two powerhouse Bowie State has averaged this year, and you'll see what I'm talking about. They would have to put out an offensive output like that and shut down TCU in order to stay relevant in that situation. But, man, it will be tough because you got the sexiness of Alabama. Well, not, not Alabama, but you got the sexiness of Ohio State, the sexiness of last year's champion Clemson, the old mm-hmm. school sexy. So basically, you, you you got you got Vanessa Williams over here, aka Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know she was sexy back yeah. in the day, but she's still fine right now. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> I ain't think she still had it. She yeah. coming back with with the gold chains and everything. And he's like, man, do uh-huh. I take Vanessa Williams too? Because Vanessa Williams did work on Clemson, but uh so that's that's the type of scenario you're looking at. But I'm I'm thinking that that, that uh, unfortunately, Oklahoma gets left out in that scenario. That's what I would think. Well, how about this scenario? Let's just say okay. let's just say the Syracuse loss happened. Okay, let's just uh-huh. go real life stuff now. So okay, uh, Clemson wins, right? Mm-hmm. Clemson beats Miami. Uh, uh, whoever the hell the wins wins the SEC title game. We know mm-hmm. we all know the dead. Now let's get crazy. All right, because we know whoever wins the ACC championship game, whether it's Clemson, Miami, will be in, right? Yeah. Same with the SEC. Same with me for me. What if TCU, since the game is played in Dallas, Texas, the uh, the conference championship, Big Twelve conference, conference championship game at Jury World, what if TCU does the unthinkable and upsets Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and Ohio State does work on Wisconsin in a big way? Who will get left out? Would it be Oklahoma? I'm sorry, Alabama, TCU, or Ohio State? I think TCU gets left out, and Alabama and Ohio State gets in. That's exactly what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it will be Clemson. Uh, it will be Clemson, Auburn, Alabama, and Ohio State in that situation. Oh yeah, the committee has already shown us in the history that they don't really care. <laughs> About you know uh, the, the the Big Twelve, they know it's it's cute to be nice to the Big Twelve in public, keep them somewhere at the end of the year between three and six, just keep them respectable. It's it's just like the the the, the schools that are outside of the Power Five. We can't have yeah. them getting no higher than thirteen, even though they undefeated. We can't get them to getting no higher than thirteen. We gotta show them that we we care about them. But we ain't got to respect them. They undefeated, but they undefeated. You know what I'm saying? They they almost like they they are a tier under Wisconsin undefeated. Only thing is they not, you know, a, 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 mm-hmm. a power five. So we got to keep them kind of low. Same thing with the Big 12. We already know they don't care about the Big 12. We, we know. We know. It's that it's that, that real smart girlfriend you had that, that that's kind of cute, but she ain't super cute. So you yep. hang out with her on occasion. You respect her, you nice, but 
Ohio State right around the corner. Yeah, she got she she may got a baby, you know, when she was young, but you you know what Ohio State could do. So that's why you keep you, you keep her within arm's reach because you know you don't care about the Big Twelve, which is sad, man. It's messed up, unfortunately. But yeah, TCU is not jumping up a a a six spots to get into the four spot unless right. unless they do work. Once again, it has to be Bowie State esque. In order for them to jump that high, but in, in no, order for Google that to happen, for you. Uh-huh. please, please Google, Google Bowie 2017 Google Bowie State football. So you State. State. Yeah. Man, do do, do some work and see what they did this year, please. But like I said, it, it, it will take a lot of work in order for that to happen because, man, other teams have to try or something. They're, they're not jumping. They're not jumping. Anybody ahead of them, man. TCU is not, it's not going to happen. There's going to be a lot of work for that to happen, and it ain't going to happen. And you know what's messed up about this whole thing? We mm-hmm. haven't mentioned the Pac-12. Not at all. No, not we haven't. And, and you know why we haven't? They won't be in no matter what, but I think it's sad. But Yeah. But we we, we, we talked about it a what. couple of weeks ago. You know, we we, we mean, talked about it a couple of weeks ago because everybody in that conference yeah. is beating everybody. So right. that's why they they didn't get it to themselves, dude. And we look at USC schedule. So I think they'll beat down Stanford in the Pac-12 uh-huh. title game. I mean, they don't. Their losses are not as bad as Ohio State's. I mean, take away the Notre Dame beat down that they suffered, but I mean, they got curb stomped once. Ohio State got yeah. curb stomped twice. Okay, yeah. they got curb stopped twice, um, but I mean the thing is that they're like your SC is like ranked tenth. So, so to your point, right right ahead of TCU, which is eleven. But my bad about that. I had TCU at ten, but that's not you know. That, oh, but the point is, yeah. right. The point is is they're not jumping one, two, three, four, five, six spots to get into the number four slot. Mm-mm. If they once they do work against Stanford, they're just not. And I think that SC is a bit as good as Ohio State and has a better resume than Alabama. That's just mm. my that's just my opinion. Because again, if you look at Alabama's one. It's not necessarily who you lose to; it's who you beat. Your body of work. Remember? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they beat down an, an over an overrated Florida State team. Yes, I know they lost DeAndre Francois, but. They don't have no business. They have no business losing six games of all that talent, especially with one of those losses, whereas a thirty-eight to three beatdown at the hands of Boston College and National Television. That shouldn't happen because they're because Florida State twos and threes are better than Boston College ones, and yet they lose them by over thirty points on national TV on a Friday night. Okay. Yeah. So forget Florida State. So you look down the rest of the Alabama schedule. Okay, teams above 500 for the beat. That's what for them. Uh, Texas A&M, a seven-game win Texas A&M team that they struggled against. Same with Mississippi State team that they struggled against as well, an eight-win Mississippi State team. And followed by a beatdown by Auburn, which I don't know if you saw that game, bro, but that's the first time I see Alabama look like an average college team, the way Auburn just manhandled them did from start to finish. It was just yeah, it, it was I, something else. I saw the game, and I will say this: I almost caused a riot at the establishment that I went to while watching uh, the game. 
What you do? Because, <laughs> man, the thing's this. It, multiple monitors in this place, right? It was to a point where where I was sitting, I was sitting with my boy, you know, A&T yep. alum, also a Carolina alum, sitting where we're at, and there's a monitor, to, two monitors, well, three monitors to our left. And two okay. of them were showing Auburn, uh, Alabama, right? Right. On the third monitor, another blowout. Not many people can see that monitor, but I can. So I just asked, hey, I want to watch the Abadu Classic. Let me, can I watch it on that monitor, please, the small one? Uh-oh. They changed oh, Alabama, Auburn to the Bayou Classic. Can't do that. Uh-oh. Can't do that. The people sitting next to us were Auburn alums. They went ballistic. My God. You would have thought, you know, I, I went ahead and, and, and painted trees or something or, or killed the eagle or something down in Auburn. But wow. I digress. They, they, they finally fixed it. But, yeah, I watched that game. And you're right. Um, Jalen Hurd, Hearns uh, uh, looked bad in that game. <laughs> he started to become exposed. Yeah. The, uh, the he, last he, couple of games I, I watched him in. Yeah, he's starting to get exposed. So I'm I'm hoping, excuse me, for his sake, next year he turns it around. But um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. But uh, yeah, they they Auburn could have done a lot more than what they did, and they probably should have. They probably should have thought of them boys just to uh to to, to make a point. But there were a, a couple of penalties in there. The the too many men on the field penalty that was kind of shaky, but um. Yeah, they 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 made Alabama look very average in that game. Now let's go from one crazy to another crazy in college football. The whole cluster bleepy that of the University of Tennessee attempting to hire Greg Schiano. Oh. I, I never seen anything. I never seen anything like this before in my life. All right, basically, you know, I mean. We we went for because I was driving I was driving back from North Carolina to here to Cincinnati, like you know mm-hmm. from Thanksgiving, and I heard a story on the radio that it was it was breaking that they have they had a contract in place for him for 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 for, for Shiano and everything else is about to be finalized and all of a sudden this Twitter mob of folks led by one loudmouth Clay Travis. That guy, we uh, <laughs> um, pretty much led the rebel rising because they they cited they cited his involvement, which people just either forgot about, or just didn't know of his role in the Penn State scam. Because apparently, Shiano was a former assistant at uh, at Penn State during the early 1990s. So basically, in the 2015 that that decision, remember the assistant coach Mike McQuarrie, who was like that. Yes. Infamous redhead is now living living with his parents because he's terrified for his life for some reason. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he changed his story more than Michael Jackson changed noses, right? About the whole uh-huh. involvement and everything else. So he uh-huh. testified in 2015 that position that was recently unsealed. That another Penn State assistant coach, which is told Tom Bradley, who's now at uh, UCLA as an assistant coach, was an assistant coach. Um, uh-huh. Told him that Shiano had talked to him about C.S. and Dusky. That Jerry Sandusky guy abusing a boy sometime in the early 1990s. So basically, mm. this was a he said, he said, he said. Yeah. No proof involved. 
I'm not saying it happened, but let's just say for the sake of argument that it did. Because apparently he alleged that when Shiano had saw him, that he, re- that he reported to his superior, which was at that time it would be Joe Paterno. So even if he did see it, witness some, some action taking place, so to speak, he reported to his immediate supervisor, who was, which was Joe Paterno. So he mm-hmm. did his part. In, in that scenario, Greg Shiano had would have done his part. So he really didn't do anything wrong. But yet you have people all over Rocky Top and all over UT, University of Tennessee's campus calling him an enabler of, 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 of the child sexual abuse and, you know, all the slander to the point where they had to recant the athletic department and the age. And even though he had him signed to a memorandum of understanding, the MOU, that the mm-hmm. council never signed. So basically what happens is Tennessee looks very bad. The, uh, the athletic director, John Curry, looks spineless because he gave into the mob, even though yeah. he himself did the due diligence of his background check the same way that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did when they hired him way back when. Same thing that the that Rutgers University did when they hired him, and the same thing mm-hmm. that Robert Meyer did when he hired him to run his defense. And mm-hmm. all, all the checks were check check with checks in the box were made, and to the point where, okay, uh, a trustee at Penn State, Anthony uh, Lebrano, said in a statement that Shiano quote had nothing to do with the Sandusky scandal, and any and there's more. Any stories about his involvement are completely uncorroborated and without bias, without basis, rather, in fact. To impugn Mr. Shiano's character based on hearsay alone is irresponsible and unfair. Yet, here we are. Clay Travis and this dumbass spreading all this bullshit on Twitter just because he didn't think Shiano was good enough for the Tennessee job. That's all where this comes from. And the rest of those sycophants on, on the University of Tennessee's campus, fill a hook, line, and sinker. Now mm-hmm. they possibly ruined a man's life in terms of, I don't think he's going to get another head coach job opportunity off of this. I really mm. don't. And if I was Shiano, I would sue the hell out of, McCur- uh, out of McCurry, then turn his attention to spreading that bullshit. And whoever wrote about him in a, in, in a very unfavorable way in the media, I'd be suing everybody. Because now he can't get a head coaching job anywhere. He's too toxic. He's too toxic. And it's not his fault. And it's, it's not his not. fault. It's not his fault. And if, and if the AD had any guts, after he did his own due diligence, which I'm sure he would have told the fans to stick it where the sun don't shine, shut the bleep up, and let's welcome this guy. Because that was who he set his sights on. And if he knows he didn't do any more in the past, what was it? But now he rolled over, and who the hell is going to take that job? Who? Who's going to take Anyone? The, uh, the Tennessee job? That's a fantastic question. And and now there are a couple of things in this scenario that that we kind of discussed last night and that I came to my own conclusion with. Um, one, you know, the conspiracy brothers over there on, on, on CC Sports, uh, Coach and Lou, they believe, or, or, or one of them believe, I'm going to say it was Coach, Coach is super conspiracy brother, he believes that they may have found someone that's a potential candidate over at Tennessee more than Shiano, 
and use that as an excuse to go ahead and let him go, even though That's they true. were about yeah. to. <laughs> which it, which it is. Well, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Which makes Tennessee look horrible in this situation, if that is the case. Now, I kind of slightly disagree with you in terms of you saying the AD kind of buckled with to to the to the to the, to the fans. Yeah, okay. I agree with that part that 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 happened. But you got to remember who's signing his checks. The money is coming from the 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 the, 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 the students. And from the boosters that, that are you sure. know donating to the university, but sure. it, 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 you do have to come out and say, you know what, this is what we've done. This is what the situation is. We've done our due diligence, just like you said, like everyone else has. If we didn't find anything, he's fine. Let it be. Mm-hmm. He should have come out. You're right about that part. He should have come out and been stronger in that situation. I know I just contradicted myself, but so what? I am who I am. Let me be. Right. But I feel that way, man. He should have come out and done that and made that point. But it just would have been real hard, man, if for whatever reason Tennesseans wouldn't have listened to him. And, my God, I shouldn't insult Tennesseans like this, but who's to say that they, you know, listen easily? You know, <laughs> It is what it is. They are from Tennessee. But I digress. Oh you know, I shouldn't talk about that. I got family from Tennessee. But it's, it's, it's just crazy, man, that, that uh, fan bases can get that rabid about a situation. This isn't the first time we've seen this. We've seen this uh-huh. in Kansas City when they wouldn't allow Mike Vick to come in as a volunteer, as a right. volunteer under Andy Reid. You know, so, so you know, rather fan bases, man, they do what they do, man. They say what they say, and unfortunately, situations like this happen. I don't know if Shiano would never be able to get a play, uh, a coaching job. It has to be a place where the fan base understands that everyone else has done their due diligence in terms of their research about the situation and didn't find anything wrong. We have done the same. Trust us in making right. this hire. And, and and then you judge him from his coaching from there. But it, it has to be that type of situation in order for that to happen. But I, I feel as though this entire situation is just insane. It, it is. And, and the fact that the fans have that much power now, it, it's it's this instant information, this this instant ability to let your voice be heard, whether or not you're credible or not with social mm-hmm. media, that is, is making these type of situations more and more prevalent. And it's sad. It's very sad. It's a damn shame. It is a yeah. cotton picking shame that has come to this. Uh, I mean, but if I were the AD, John Curry, why stick around at this point? I mean, why stick around? I mean, I'm not, I don't advocate someone just quitting when the things get rough, but quit. Why, why stick around? Because you pretty much, and that's he's pretty much neutered. I mean, he's like yeah. rabbit ass fan base. I mean, and why are they still hung up on uh, John Gruden? He's not going to coach the squad. <laughs> why are they still hanging up on that? Why are they still hung up on that patron? Stop it. They embarrass themselves. Stop it. Everybody's stuck Come up on him, man. Everybody. Whenever there's a, a, a coaching job available, that that Gruden's name comes up, 
and, and he's just God. Why is why is John Gruden so sexy? I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and, I don't, and I'm trying I don't to figure know. out the, the the other outside of the fact that Monty Kiffin has coached there as an assistant. What connection does John Gruden have? And that's a stretch. That's a stretch reach connection there of Monty Kiffin and, and John Gruden. But what other connection would John Gruden have at Tennessee? And why would he want to go to Tennessee when he knows at at best, at best as of right now, they will probably be the third best program in the SEC at best. At best. They're not in the best program now in the division. It's Georgia. No. Yeah. It's Georgia. It's Georgia, like 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 in the, in the, in, the, in the East Division, SEC East. It's like basically Alabama. Mm-hmm. One could argue Auburn. Um, yeah. It's also Georgia. Thanks, thanks to Kirby Smart. And mm-hmm. now that now that the University of Florida made the right hire and hiring that cat from uh, Mississippi State, who has Florida ties, who has done a lot yeah. with less. I say Florida has a better job than Tennessee. I mean, so get this. You're going to laugh hard as hell about this. Not, not only did they get turned down by Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State. Yes, that Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm yes. 40. Ma- Ma- that's Mike my man Gundy right there. The mullet, which, who, is the, who has the sweetest mullet I've ever seen, by the way? Props to him. And, and also, he, they got turned down from David Cutcliffe, okay, from Duke, which is good news for Duke and good news for Cutcliffe because he didn't need to be in that dumpster fire himself. They're looking at my coach, Dave Doran, from NC State. That's hilarious. That's yeah. freaking hilarious. They're looking at him. There's an ESPN report right now that they're shipping to the NC State Dave Doran. As far as I'm concerned, y'all could have him. <laughs> I'm not coming up with coaching. But you think, you, you think you've been mad with Graciano? Get a lot of Dave Doran's ass in like a couple of years. See how you guys are living. That's just hilarious. It's just freaking hilarious. Yeah. It, it, the, the, more of the, the more of the story is, be careful what you wish for. Just leave the people do their jobs. Let, let, the, let mm-hmm. the people do their jobs. Don't put your crazy asses in over some hearsay, he say, he say, hearsay bullshit, and just let it ride. You would have been yeah. a decent coach who turned around Rutgers. Anyone who turned around Rutgers made who the finals around Rutgers, bro. Exactly. He turned around Rutgers. He turned them around. <laughs> you can't tell me you can't coach on the college level. Come on. Anyway, let, well, okay, yeah. let's get y'all on this, man, because I'm, I'm about to cut somebody out. Um, <laughs> Lonzo Ball struggles. I mean, look, I know he's a rookie. He's gonna, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be fine personally, but they're, they're, I mean, but people are down on this kid, and, and you know, for good reason. He's not being aggressive. He, he, he's unselfish to a fault, mm-hmm. and I think he just needs. He just. I mean, I, I heard um, Stephen Jackson on, on, on Undisputed on Fox on FS1 earlier today on YouTube say he just needs to be. He just needs to be that dude. Realize he's the second pick in the draft for a reason, and just get after it. He's going to make mistakes. He's, he's a rookie. He'll figure. Yeah. Just, just 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 let the game come to come to him and figure it out. But. I think I agree. I think I I think that you are now on the same wavelength, and not think that he's a bust. I don't think he's a bust. Mm-hmm. He, he's just, he, I think I think he's gonna be fine. I, I, people, I mean, this is we we we're living in a damn like 
like microwave society is like, what what are you doing now? What have you done for me lately? What's the prison? We're full of prisons of, of the moment. Term is going to be fine as long as the dad shuts the hell up, stays out the way, and let him be a grown ass man and learn his own. And as long as Luke Walton just pretty much like stops being politically correct with this kid and tell him, get go get yours. Don't worry about anybody else. Get yours. Stop mm-hmm. being timid. Because he's right now he's he's leading. The team was 7.1 assists, which is not bad. But not at all. Averaging only eight points a game. And, you know, he's not getting to the free throw line a lot. And, not at you know, all. He, he, just, he, 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 needs to get, he needs to get better in that regard because he's six foot seven. No one's going to stop him in the lane if he dribbles mm-hmm. and he penetrates the lane and he gets aggressive. He's six seven. He's going to get fouled. So, at least that way, that'll, they'll get them loosened up, warm up a little bit, and they'll get them more involved, build some confidence. Because he's not even the best point guard right now. Jordan Clarkson's the best point guard on the team. He's mm-hmm. backup. He needs to, Blazo just needs to just buckle down and focus. And Grant, I'll give you this. He hasn't lashed out, at least publicly. He's kept his composure, kept his cool. You know, he's, he's coachable. He's very coachable. And again, very unselfish. And look, I don't know if you remember like that first game of the season against the Clippers when Patrick Beverly stood over him. Mm-hmm. He told he he picked his pocket like one of the many times they did that game and knocked him down. Lonzo, what did he do? He didn't get in his face. He just kept it moving. Yeah. Now, granted, I think he's gonna have to set up for himself later on, but that's after this year. He's a rookie, he's gonna go through some growing pains. So I just think he just should just get his and I think he'll be fine as long as he starts getting his. My thing is this. He's still young. Technically, yes. he is a sophomore in college. You know That's what I'm saying? Right. So he's only years old. He, he, he hasn't developed that dog yet, you know? And I think it's gonna, if it ever happens, it's going to take about a year or two of, of being abused in the league in order for him to go ahead and hopefully – Earn that dog because he's gonna he's gonna have to have that fight. He wasn't necessarily that dog at UCLA. You know he was averaging about what fourteen, fifteen a game, right. maybe eight, nine assists, or about eight assists at, at UCLA, about five, six boards. So that's what his game is. But he's he's, he's just not an aggressive dude. And a couple of, uh, to your points, man, I just noticed a couple of things, man, statistically about this dude. That that was kind of mind-boggling to me when I was like, "Wow, this can't be a number two overall pick." Now the season's twenty games deep. I don't know, right. fifteen out of those twenty games, he shot under forty percent. Ten of those games, he didn't attempt a free throw. And, you know, yeah. it, 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 some of those other things, yeah. but he hasn't had more than ten points in fourteen games. Six games, he's had five or, or, or less assists. Hasn't scored more than 12 points in uh, uh, seven of those 20 games, and five of those games were less than 10. Um, you know, in the 13 games since November 1st, he scored more than 10 points only four times, and he shot over 40% only three times since November 1st. This dude, he's just not aggressive. And, and to your point of, of not being able to go to the line, he only he averages less than two free throws, free throw attempts a game. 
Right. Average is less than two. And he's shooting forty three percent from the line. So it's 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 just insane the the numbers that you hear that he's putting up right now. But the interesting thing is he's not alone, especially when it comes to uh number two overall draft picks. He's joined by Brandon Ingram and Michael Kent Gilchrist in, in terms of these similar type numbers from number two overall draft picks within the past five years of averaging about nine points a game and somewhere between seven assists and, and, and seven boards. But the, the the thing is, these guys shoot better, and, and, they, and they're starting less. So that, you know, those are the things that concern me. He's not taking, like like you said, he's not being aggressive offensively the way that he should be mm-hmm. as a number two overall pick. But he does have that mindset of a of a, of a point guard. So, God, what point guard will he will he develop into? Will he be more of a of 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 a I guess he's going to be a little bit more of a Jason Kidd who scores less, but but mm. is, is looking more for his teammates to score more. But I'm still going to need him to be a lot more aggressive, especially at six seven, in order for yeah, him a big dude. to be an advantage for his team. Because he's supposed to be right. taking some, posting somebody up down low at six seven right. against a point guard. Yeah. He's big of the most point guards in the league. Exactly. Exactly. Bounce in the house. Take him down low. Go to the line. But you know what? I think he's afraid to shoot free throws. I really do. Because he was shooting uh, at a low percentage at UCLA as well. So that's something that he's yeah. going to have to learn to get better at. It happens. You know, your boy shooting better free throws. What's his name? Andre uh, Drummond up in Boston and uh, Detroit. So yeah. you, you have to take this time, get better over time at the line so he stops being scared to go through the free throw line and shoot. Because that's crazy. Yeah. There's no way in the world you telling me as a six, seven point guard <clears throat> that I, you're going to the line less than two times a game. Well, you, you're taking right. less than two free throw shots. So that means you're only going probably once a game. One time a game yeah. and you're playing 32 minutes a ball? Come on, dog. Something ain't right. You're not being aggressive right. enough. He's, again, he's too damn big and too damn talented to be so damn timid. I mean, he yeah. really is. He's, he's really. Too talented. He's not a scrub. He's not no. the number two pick in the draft for a reason. You can mm-hmm. fall. No pun intended. But you know the thing is, is that he needs to go out there and do his thing again. I think Coach Walton, Luke Walton, should pull him aside and just be and just level with him and say, "Look, dude, stop bullshitting. I, I know you're. I know you are an unselfish dude to a fault, and people love you on the team for that. But you need to get yours." Start getting yours. He has no studs in He's a true stud. He's a man. That's a grown-ass man. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a leading scorer. I think he was a second-rounder from Utah, University of Utah. But he, he, he's a stud. And Brendan Ingram is coming to his own as well. He has mm-hmm. – he's getting help, and they're, they're going to get older. So, just right now, he just needs to be him. Just get, the, get, get some points, man. Get some buckets. Yeah. The driving lane. Get get to the line. He's six seven, and quick. He just needs to use that to his advantage. So that'll give him the confidence that need. Again, he's a rookie. He's too early to be called a bust. I scoff at people who keep calling him a bust because it's only 
He's not. He's over twenty, 20 games, games, dude. In. Yeah, he's, <laughs> all, he's over twenty games in. He's, he's technically a sophomore in college. He's still learning. Yeah, he'll be all right. I think he'll be fine. So we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, the one guy who really needs to talk to him. Magic Johnson Showtime. Yeah, exactly. He can come down yeah, from exactly. out of the office and, 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 yeah. and, and put him to the side. And be like, hey, this is how you do it. This yeah, is how you do it. If, you know, exactly. <laughs> you know, this is how you, you, you do it. Like showtime. Look, young fella. <laughs> Look, young fella. You need to do it that way. I think your person is better than mine, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be exciting for the week, man. So. We'll, we'll we'll check in after see how this college ball wacky ass club wingers will be. I think it'll be an epic weekend. I hope see. so. I think it's and I think this whole coaching news will be epic as well. But it's all for the college ball players. Not the NFL is too boring. It's boring as hell. But we'll we'll see what shakes down next week with the final college ball player rankings come about. And we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we do. But anyway, God God knows man, I'm hoping for chaos. I'm, I'm hoping for these lower seeds to win, and, and and also SWAC championship. It depends. Yeah. Uh, determines who goes to the Celebration Bowl to face A and T. So I'm I'm watching that as well this weekend. Cool. Well, well, we'll talk about that as well. We'll definitely talk about the Celebration Bowl. All right, man. Have a have a good weekend. Don't eat too much. You do the same. <laughs> uh, no, All right. sir. Peace. All right. Peace. <laughs> That's all right. Peace. That's my guy, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on Sleazy Radio every Tuesday night here on Blog Talk Radio. And check out his blog, the Yard slash HBCU Sports. He's doing his thing. I'm about to do mine. Check out this ACC Big Ten Challenge. See the ACC continue to wreck shot on the Big Ten. Not so Big Ten, I should call it. But at any rate, thank you all for tuning in. This is Scott Brooks, the Clown Hour. Sign out. Oh, six. Good night. <laughs>